0: I sing praises to you God and welcome to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. So glad that you can join us today. Before we get into scripture, let's pray. Dear Heavenly Father, Lord God, Jehovah, most awesome and wonderful Lord God, I want to thank you for this opportunity for us to be able to hear your words today. Lord God, as these words come forward, I ask that they would get planted deeply within our spirits, Lord God, so that they can come bubbling up anytime the enemy raises his ugly head. Bless everyone that hears these words, Lord God. Let these words come forth, be your words, and let them be used for your glory, for your honor, and for your praise. These things I pray in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Well, praise God. Welcome again to Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. And uh, if you don't have your Bibles with you, go ahead and pause this message and grab your Bible, maybe a notepad and uh, and a pen or something to take notes with or, or a highlighter so that you can follow along for yourself with what's, what's uh, being talked about here Um, today so you can see for yourself in in, in scripture and once you have all those things then go ahead and unpause this message and join us as we dive into the word praise god i'm gonna start by going into the book of psalms okay so turn with me in your bibles to psalms chapter psalm 22 okay psalm chapter 22 and we're going to start off in verse number one so that's psalm 22 verse number one My God, my God, why have you forsaken me? Why are you so far from helping me and from the words of my groaning? Oh, my God, I cry in the daytime, but you do do not hear, and in the night season, and, and am not silent. But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. Our fathers trusted in you. They trusted, and you delivered them. They cried to you, and you were delivered. They trusted in you, and were not ashamed." Today, I want to talk about the subject of praise. And if you look at verse number three, it says, But you are holy, enthroned in the praises of Israel. In the Amplified Bible, in the Amplified translation, verse number three reads, But you are holy, O you who are enthroned in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered. And I want to talk about praising today because that is a powerful piece of the uh, of our walk as as Christians. okay, Praising God and just being able to praise him is something that's one of the most powerful things that we can do, and it's something that's really, really, really important to God. In verse 3, as I read in the Amplified, it says, O you, but you are holy, O you who are enthroned in the holy place where the praises of Israel are offered. So what this scripture suggests is that God's presence is felt. In in a holy place in which in in a holy place happens or is created when you're actually praising God. This is why in church, when we praise God, we can feel his presence around us. When everyone is, is praising in one accord and they're focusing on making that one on one connection with God. That's why you can feel his presence, because that creates a holy atmosphere that allows his presence to move and his presence to be felt. It allows him to move in ways that we didn't know that he could and it's where he actually lives. He lives in the praises of his people. And when Jesus was talking about abiding in me and 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 I and, and and abiding in him and him abiding in us, the easiest way to to create that kind of atmosphere is through is through praise. But see what happens is we make praise more complex because we don't often understand what it is. We praise God in church and we think that's the only place that we can praise him. And that is the and that that is the only way to praise him, if through songs and 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 through music and 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 through singing. Well, we're going to look at various ways that we can that we can praise God, and we're going to simplify because it doesn't need to be as complex as we try to make it out to be. All right, when we praise God, we can feel His presence, and it also invites Him to move as He sees fit. It allows Him to move as He sees fit. So, not only as I was talking. A little bit ago about how you can feel his presence around you, but allows him to move in ways that he sees fit because we are, in essence, giving up our will and our desires in that moment and saying, Lord, let your will be done in this place. Let your will be done while I'm actually praising you. But we have to understand, how do we actually praise God? How do we actually praise God? Well, the book of Psalms is uh, has a lot of scripture around praising God and, and and obviously we won't cover cover all of those today but we are going to cover cover several of them so staying in the book of psalms we're going to jump all the way to chapter 100 psalm 100 and we are going to start in verse number one psalm 100 verse one Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. If you don't have in verse one, joyful underline, underline that. Make a joyful shout to the Lord, all you lands. Serve the Lord with gladness. Come before his presence with singing. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who has made us and we and not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pasture. So one of the keys to praising God and how we praise God is number one, we need to be joyful in it. We need to have gladness when we enter into, into his, his his presence, okay? Well before we come before him. In verse two, he says, serve you see, it says, serve the Lord with gladness, come before his presence with singing. So singing, we do that in church all the time. We sing to God and we sing during uh, praise and worship. So, yes, singing is a part of uh, of praising God. But also there, look at verse number one. Make a joyful shout to the Lord. Make a joyful shout to the Lord. A joyful noise towards God is a simple way to praise him. Too many times we think that we need to have a beautiful voice or to be able or, or to be able to play an instrument in order to be able to praise God. But we don't. Just making a joyful shout is a way to praise God. Have you ever seen someone that maybe they 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 came across a family member or a friend that they haven't seen in such a long time, and they don't when they see them they just kind of yell out they don't say anything. There's oh you know kind of one of those kind of things. You give each other a big hug. I know uh, last year at a family reunion that we went to, several of my family members I haven't seen in a long time and. When we saw each other, I mean, that was like the first thing we did was we just kind of shouted and then gave each other hugs. And that shout and that noise that came out, no one was worried about what we sounded like. You know, everyone knew what that meant. So if you're joyfully shouting out to God, God understands that he hasn't blessed all of us with a a, a good singing voice. He understands that. But if God was measuring our ability to play an instrument or our ability to sing, And and measuring that to determine whether or not we are praising Him, then I think a lot of us would be in, in, in a pretty bad situation. I know for me, I can't, I can't sing if my life depended on it, but I can make a joyful shout when I'm praising God and I don't worry about how I, how I sound. Being joyful as we are singing to God is all that matters. So don't worry about what your voice sounds like. Don't worry about it, even if you stumble over the words sometimes. There's times when I'm singing and I stumble over the words like, oh, whoops, you know, I didn't realize I had the wrong song, or the wrong words, but I know that God is looking at my heart. He's not looking at how you sound. He's looking at your heart. First, number three, know that the Lord, he is God. Now look at this now. Know that the Lord, he is God. It is he who had made has made us, not we ourselves. We are his people and the sheep of his pastures. Now look at something here. First and foremost, God was the one that made us as human beings. Okay? He created us. We didn't evolve from monkeys or some other animals or or, or something like that that some out there to make you to believe when they talk about evolution. We didn't evolve from anything. God created us. But really what's really important in that scripture too is look at what this says. In, in the end there, we are his people and, and the sheep of his pasture. Okay? So knowing that God made us, that should give us enough joy. and That should bring joy to every single one of us as a believer because we, when it says we here, it's talking about those of us or that are, that are Christians. We are God's people and he looks at us as sheep. That's critical because if a shepherd is caring for his flock, he's going to go out and save his sheep, all of them. Okay, all of them. It doesn't matter if one of them is, is, is lost. He's going to go out and find that one and bring it back to the flock. Well, that's the same thing God does with us. It doesn't matter how many of us are living a righteous and holy life, uh, uh, according to what scripture, according to what scripture says and according to God's expectations, not man. It doesn't matter how many of us are doing that. If there's just one of us that's going astray, God's spirit is going to reach out to that individual and try to bring him back into the flock, to bring him back into, the, into, in, into the body of Christ. He's not going to forsake us and he's not going to abandon us. All right. He's our shepherd. And he comes searching for each and every single one of us anytime that we might get, right? anytime we might get lost. That should be plenty of reason for us to praise him, okay? Sometimes we don't think about, we, we have a hard time thinking like, what is there to praise God for? Well, if you really think about it, there's a lot to praise God for. The fact that he made us. The fact that he considers us his when we when we follow him, the fact that he delivers us, the fact that he protects us. All right, there's plenty of reasons for us to be able to praise God, and we should be joyful in praising God. I remember one time visiting a church there, and uh, uh, people were during the the praise and worship portion of it, the the the, the choir even the little it was a little smaller church had a, had a small choir there, but the choir even looking at their faces. I remember looking I'm thinking to myself, you look like you don't even want to be up there. How can you praise God if you if if you don't even want to 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 cry out to him, if you don't even want to talk to him and and, and to sit there it was just it, it was a very I don't even know to describe the feeling and what was going on inside when I saw the people that were up there that were supposed to be leading us in praise and worship look like it was a burden for them to be able to do that. All right? We see in scripture that it says in verse 2 serve the lord with gladness all right so when we're praising god we should be glad about that verse number 4 enter his gates with thanksgiving and into his courts with praise be thankful to him and bless his name for the lord is good his mercy and uh his mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations simply telling god thank you for what he's done and what he is going to do in in our lives is a way that we can praise him just simply saying thank you Thank you, Lord, for helping me to find my keys. Thank you, Lord, for this beautiful sunshine during during the summertime. For those of us in the Pacific Northwest, we have a lot of rain. Thank you, God, for the rain, because that rain is what makes this, 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 this state so green and so beautiful. If, when you're traveling over the mountains or you're traveling over to the, to the coast, you can, see, you can see God's glory in the, in the mountains when, you, when you're driving through all that beautiful scenery. All right, And that's why there has to be that rain is to keep everything green like that. All right? Being able to say thank you to God for just little things like that. My wife and I, we were out running errands over, over the weekend there. And, and and I don't know, we went, went to visit it, uh, I don't think, six or seven different places or so. And uh, every single one of those times that we went, we found a good parking space. Every single time that I parked the car in the parking spot, I said, thank you, Jesus. And I said it out loud every single time because... Something as little as finding a parking space, if I can thank God in that moment for something as little as a parking space, then you know I'll be able to thank him for the big things that he does. And that's part of our our issue sometimes as as Christians is that we don't think about thanking God for the little things. We need to make sure we're not taking God for granted. We know we, we have an expectation of what God is going to do. We've read his word. We know what he's going to do for us. And we have an expectation uh, that he's going to deliver us and that he's going to provide for us. But we make we need to make sure that we don't take advantage of that and that we don't take that for granted. And especially nowadays, when you look at this country, the United States of America, with food shortages, people not being able to go to the store and buy groceries. All right. Still dealing with high prices in in, in, in gas. You know, we, we take those things sometimes for granted right back when gas prices were lower how many of us really even thought that even thought about it going to get gas We're just, oh i got to go get gas okay and most of the time you were just thinking like when is the best time to go get gas so i don't have to deal with long lines i can just go get gas and get out but now you've got so many people that are actually sitting down and trying to figure out do i go get gas or do i buy groceries do i get gas or do i pay this bill Do I pay this bill or do I buy groceries? All right. And we take those things for granted as children of God. And we can't do that. So giving God thanks is a simple way to be able to praise him. Verse five again for the Lord is good. His mercy is everlasting and his truth endures to all generations. So this is this shows us here that God's truth, not man's truth, God's truth. Goes on and on and on for generation after generation after generation. Meaning that what God said applies way back in the Old Testament still applies today. And there's many Christians out there that will say, "Well, all the, oh, the Old Testament doesn't apply today." Well, the entire Book of Psalms talks about singing to God and, and the good example of praising God. So if the Old Testament doesn't apply today, does that mean then that the Book of Psalms doesn't apply today? Absolutely not. God expects us to be able to to be able to praise Him and to be able to be able to sing to Him. Okay, so. Some of the ways that we can praise God there. One, let's make a joyful noise to Him. Another thing that we could do is just give Him thanks for for all things, not just the big things, but all things, both great, both great and small. And to remember that God look, searches for us even if we become lost. So thanking Him for doing that, thanking Him for for having mercy in, in a time when 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 we as mankind and, and and at least in this and not just in this country in the U.S. but in other countries as well, where they just push God out of the picture. Thanking for thanking him for 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 not pouring out his judgment and his wrath on us. Thanking him for having having some patience uh, with us as we as, as we continue to slap him in the face as a nation. All right, I'm telling you, if if you th- if if you re- you can read scripture and see how angry God has gotten at people. Okay, over and over again, it's all over all over scripture. Okay, imagine if He just poured out that wrath right now on all of us. All right. So we need to be able to thank God for having some mercy and, having, and thank God for having having patience. Those little things um, is, is how we can also praise God, is by thanking him for those little things. Staying in the book of Psalms, we're going to go to Psalm 141. All right, so just jumping ahead here to uh, chapter 141. And we're going to go to verse number one. Psalm 141, verse one. Lord, I cry out to you, make haste to me, give to my, uh, give ear to my voice. When I cry out to you, let my prayer be set before you as incense, the lifting of my hands as the evening sacrifice. Underline that the lifting up of my hands as the evening sacrifice, set a guard, O Lord over my mouth, keep watch over the door of my lips. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with men who work iniquity and do not let me eat, uh, eat of their delicacies. Okay. So one of the things we see here when we praise, we praise God that, that, that first of all, praising God is like incense. Okay. And, and if you've ever burned incense, which you, what you know is that, 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 that aroma is created through the burning of that, that incense rod itself. Right, and you can see that smoke rising up, and then that's where the that's where the, the the smell comes from. Yeah, you can smell the incense without burning it um, uh, to get an idea of what it smells like, but it doesn't fill the room until you actually burn it. Well, when we're praising God, what's happening spiritually is our spirits are burning to reach out to Him. There, there, there's a burning desire to make a connection with Him, and that's why there is that. That's why when those praises go forth, that's why it rises up as as incense. That's why it has that sweet aroma to to to, to God because it's our spirit that's crying that's that's crying out for Him. All right, regardless of how we may sound, it's still sweet to God. It's still sweet to God. Lifting our hands, okay, lifting our hands, as we see in, in the end of verse number two, lifting our hands is an important part of how we praise. It shows God that we are surrendering our will. To His will, and we have a hard time as children of God just 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 raising up our hands because we, we 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 get too concerned with how we look. Okay, we get too concerned with how we look. When you're, especially in a church setting, okay, when you have other people that are there that are trying to make a connection with God. Nobody, I'm telling you, nobody is looking at you. No one cares about how you look or how you sound because they are focused or they should be focused on reaching out to God. And if somebody is watching you while you're praising, what difference does it make? You're not there to please that individual. You're there to make that connection with God. So let them judge you if they're actually doing that. Let them ridicule you for raising your hands. But understand that when you raise your hands, it shows God that you are surrendering. Okay, it's a sign of surrender. The same way law enforcement, when they tell a, 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 a suspect to, to put your hands in the air, they're putting their hands in the air as a sign of surrender and to show that they're not bringing. There's nothing in their hands that that that, that can potentially provide, uh, uh, can potentially do harm to the officer. So when we're raising our hands, we're showing God to say, "All right, Lord, I'm just totally giving up to you." Okay, take this moment where you will. Talk to me, reach out to me, Lord God, hear me. So when I'm raising my hands, I'm just simply showing God, listen, Lord, I'm just totally surrendering. I give up. I give up. I can't do it on my own. And don't forget that as a child of God, every single one of us had made that has accepted Jesus Christ as our Lord and Savior. In other words, we went into an agreement or a contract, if you will, that said, Lord, when I take this action by accepting your son as my personal Lord and Savior, I'm dying to self and I'm being raised a new creature. OK, a new creature in Christ, someone that's going to follow after him, no matter what, no matter what it takes. That was the agreement that we made with God. So when we're praising him or raising our hands, it should be a, we we should be remembering when we're going to praise. We should be remembering what that agreement was and we should be in total in, in total surrender to him. OK, we can praise and we can praise in what we say. To people, that's another way to praise, alright? So it's not just about, uh, uh, praising God, but what we say to people and how we say it. And our actions are also a way that we can praise God. Alright? We know scripture says that our purpose on this earth is to glorify God in all that we do. So praising God isn't just through words. It just, it, it just isn't through the singing or, 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 um, uh, playing of instruments. It also can happen in the way that we act. What we say to people, how we say, it, how well are we uh, are we doing uh, as being ambassadors for him? OK, if somebody had a hidden camera on you and you didn't know it at all, would your actions actually reflect the God that is in you? The one God that we serve, would your actions reflect that or would they reflect somewhat, something totally different? All right. So we can praise God in our actions as well. We should praise God in church, not worrying about who is watching us, right? As I was talking earlier, all right? This is a big hang-up for us, thinking about how we look and worrying about how we sound. God isn't judging our praise on what we look like and what our voice sounds like. He judges us based on our heart. He judges us based on our heart, okay? God hears us every single time we praise. God hears everything that we say he's searching our hearts to find out who is actually seeking him, who is actually looking to make a one-on-one connection with him, all right, who is it that's actually desiring the deeper knowledge of him, that's what God is looking for, all right, all the actions, and also, you can raise your hands, and you can sing the songs, okay, you can utter the words, but if your heart's not right, God is going to know that, you can raise your hands and fool everybody around you into thinking that you're praising You can shout, you can jump, you can dance, you can do all of those things. But if it's not coming from your heart, God is going to see that. Okay. What did Jesus say about, uh, uh, about praying in vain? Okay. Don't do what the heathens do. That that look at the, the the many words that they're saying, and I'm paraphrasing paraphrasing what he said. But don't do as the heathens do that are are, are, are just uh, are repeating things in vain, and and they're worried more about the type of words that are coming out of their mouths, and they're, they're making all these spectacles and everything while while they're praying. That no, that's not what we should be doing. Okay. We should. We, that's not what we should be should be doing. We should be able. We should be doing it straight from our heart. All right. Verse 1, Lord, I cry out to you. Make haste to me. Give ear to my voice when I cry out to you. There, there in verse, in 141 verse 1, okay? So, so what this is saying here is, is, is God will, will, will hear you when you're, when you're crying out to him, all right? And sometimes praising him is just a cry, okay? Sometimes it's just a cry. It's a cry for help. It could be a cry for healing. It could be cry, a cry for patience. It could be a cry for peace, Okay? Just crying out to him is is that, that that that's praising him okay because again like I said earlier your spirit starts burning and, and and yearning for him and and then it has a way when you can get out of your own head and praising God and let it come from your spirit it'll it'll come out naturally okay and I don't know how else I don't know how else to describe it it, it will just come out naturally. All right. um, um, if you have the ability to speak in tongues, you probably have had this experience where you are just so caught up in God's presence and you are so focused on praising him and, and, and speaking to him that, that you just start uttering out in, 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 in tongues. You're not thinking about it. It just it just comes out. OK, so when you when you are truly, truly, truly longing after God with all your heart, with all your mind and with all your spirit, it, everything else will fall into place everything else will fall into place okay but God always hears us all right and our prayers to him are as are his are as incense all right well uh, verse number three there I'm going to read that again set, set a guard O Lord over my mouth keep watch over my over the doors of my lips. Do not incline my heart to any evil thing, to practice wicked works with with uh, with men who work iniquity and do not let me eat of their of their delicacies. So another way that we can praise God is to ask God to keep us safe from the things that are unholy. Okay, we know that God is not going to allow us to to be tempted beyond what we can what we can handle. Okay, he's not going to allow us to be tempted by anything that we can't handle. And there's wickedness and evilness that's all around us. And we also know that scripture says that in the end times, the very elect may be deceived, which means that those of us that have chosen the call to, to follow God, if we're not careful, we could end up being deceived. So being able to ask God to just say, Lord, please keep me safe from any evil that that, that that's around me. Help me to spot the evil in others. All right. Help me to spot the evil in others so that I can avoid them. Right. We have to be very careful of the company that we keep. We've got to be very careful with the company that we keep. Now we can't stay away from everybody. We can't live in our own little you know Christian bubble and and, and be away from, from from wickedness and evil and, and sin. We, we, we can't do that because we have to navigate this, this world and God also expects us to minister to those that that, 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 that don't that, that don't yet know him. OK, so we can't just com- completely pull ourselves away from the world. But what we need to do is make sure we're asking God to protect us and to keep us safe from those things so that we don't get caught up in the devil's uh, tricks. Right. Because the devil can be very, very, very sneaky, very sneaky. Very rarely does he come at you head on. OK, very rarely does he come at you head on. He likes to sneak around and he likes to be subtle about his attacks because he knows that if he comes face to face with you, you'll recognize him. And you'll start praying. However, if he can just start planting just a little bit of doubt, a little bit of worry, a little bit of fear. If he can plant those things in your in your in your mind, if he can plant those things in your mind, he can slowly start to kind of pull at you and just keep pulling and pulling and pulling at you. And he starts pulling you away from where God is pulling you from. And then next you know, bang. You don't even realize that he's got you that he's got you tricked and you start falling for for, for wicked schemes. OK, so some of the times. when uh, so, so so those are some of the things that we can do uh, in order to praise him, lifting our hands. All right. Praising God when we don't feel like praising him. OK, that's known as sacrificial praise. Right. When we don't feel like praise, when I'm too tired, when I'm not feeling well. All right. Those are times that when we should also praise God. If you ever wait for a time for you to be feeling 100% joyful and bubbly to praise God, you're missing so much in your life. You're missing so much in your life. If you can praise God, whether you're, 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 you're feeling sick or whether you're feeling sad or, or, or you're feeling happy and joyful and grateful. If you can praise God in all of those scenarios, I'm telling you, as surely as I'm standing here today, you, it's amazing how God could work in your life. Okay. It's amazing how God could, could work in your life. We don't need to be in the mood to praise God because we should always be in the mood to praise him. It's important to realize this. Uh, it's important to realize this feeling because our spirit is always crying out to him. All right. So even when you're sad, your spirit is crying out to him. When you're joyful, your spirit is also crying out to him. and it do, And it's for two different reasons. When I'm sad, I cry out to God because I want that joy. I want that peace. When I when I'm when I'm feeling happy and I cry out to God, I cry out to Him because I want to thank Him for that joy and for that peace and for that happiness, and I want it to continue. So our souls are always, our spirits are always longing after God. This is why you see so many people that have, and it's not everyone that has a lot of money, but this is why people accumulate things. Okay, they spend their money on so much stuff because. There's an emptiness that's in every single one of our spirits that can only be filled by Holy Spirit. So then we start chasing after the things that the world chases after. And we think that if I could obtain that thing, if I could obtain, obtain that job, or if I can get my bank account to be this large or get that house or get those clothes or get that man or get that woman. If I can just get those things, I will be happy. And then you obtain that. And then guess what? The joy is still not there. You're still left unsatisfied. Why? Because you don't have Holy Spirit inside of you. Okay, you don't have Holy Spirit inside of you. When that, when you're, when you have Holy Spirit inside of you, you start yearning more for God because Holy Spirit starts tugging at you. Hey, I want to talk to you. Hey, I want to share some more things with you. Okay, and then that, and then as you start listening to that, that's where that fire starts to, to, to to develop in your spirit, and you start reaching out to God. Okay. When should we actually praise God, all right? Well, we look at scripture and find out when we should praise God and staying in the book of Psalms, we're going to go back to chapter, we're going to jump backwards here and we're going to go to chapter 34, okay? Psalm chapter 34 and we're going to go into verse number one, all right? So we've looked at... Different ways that we can praise God by, by by raising our hands, by making joyful noises to him, uh, by pr- by praising him when we're not feeling so well, lifting our hands, okay? Now we're going to look at when should we actually praise God. So Psalm 34, verse number one, I will bless the Lord at all times. His praise shall continually be in my mouth. So we should be praising God at all times. Now God understands it's not possible to do this constantly, right? Right? Well, it's not possible to do this constantly and God knows this, but this means that we must praise God with our actions as well. We can praise him by being obedient to his calling and we can praise him in what we say to people and how we say it. And I said that a little bit earlier. Okay. So it's not just about what we say to God to praise him. It's about how we act and how we treat other people. Verse number two, my soul shall make its boast in the Lord. The humble shall hear of it and be glad. O oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. I sought the Lord, the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. Underline all verse number four. If you don't have it underlined. I sought the Lord, the Lord, and he heard me and delivered me from all my fears. They looked to him and were radiant and their faces were not ashamed. This poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. The angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. O oh, taste and see that the Lord is good. Blessed is the man who trusts in him. O oh, fear the Lord, you his saints. There is no want to those who fear him. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Underline that. But those who seek the Lord shall not uh, lack any good thing. So, yes, we should be praising God in church, all right? It talks about here, as we see in these scriptures in verse number three, Oh, magnify the Lord with me and let us exalt his name together. So this is that corporate worship, praise and worship that should, that should be happening. And as I said earlier, and I'm going to say it again, when we're in church, we should not be worrying about who's watching us when we are praising him. We should not be worrying about how we sound because God is not judging us on how we sound. He is judging us based off of what's in our heart. Okay. the same way when God uh, uh, chose Samuel to be king, he said, look not at his stature. Okay, don't look at what he looks like. All right. I don't look on the outward appearance. I look at what's in his heart. All right. So we should be praising God in verse one at all times. His praise shall be continually in my mouth. Just a simple thank God. Thank you, God, for this. Thank you, God, for that. That takes all of what? Ten seconds. That's a good way to praise him. We don't have to stop and pause and say, oh, wait a second, I got to play play some music and I got to crank the music real loud and then I got to start singing and then I praise God. No, just a simple thank you, God, for X. Thank you, God, for Y. Easy ways to be able to praise him. There's many benefits to praising God. Many benefits. And there's actually quite a few of them that were listed in these scriptures here. Psalm 34, 4. I sought the Lord, Lord, and he heard me. And delivered me from all my fears. Praising God will remove any fear that you're feeling. Any fear that you're feeling. Okay? Doesn't matter why you're afraid. If you can get to, to if you can just praise God, even in those times of fear, that fear will be removed. Verse number five They looked to him and were radiant, and their faces were not ashamed. Praising God brings about a bright countenance within you. It brings out a bright countenance within you. If my spirit is longing for God and I'm constantly searching for him and I'm constantly trying to make that connection with him, and, and you you will make that connection, okay? You will make that connection if you're truly seeking God. And when you make that connection, it's such a beautiful presence. It's such an amazing feeling that I can't even, can't even describe. And your countenance will brighten up, okay? You think about anytime you may have not been feeling well. How many people knew you weren't feeling well? How many people could look at you and tell that you've got something going on in your life that's really just, just, just causing you a lot of heartache and pain? All right. If we're praising God, nobody will be able to look at us and tell us that and, and know that those things are happening. And there have been plenty of times in my life where I've had battles going on and I'm at work and no one knows anything that's going on in my life because I've given it to God and I've spent that morning praising it. And I spent the time in the car driving to the office, praising him and asking God for his perfect peace to come over me and to guide my thoughts and to guide my actions and to help me stay focused on the task that he has in front of me. And no one knew, had any idea what was going on. At one point, when I shared with somebody, uh shared with my team about something that was, that, that was going on. And they looked at me and they said, how are you even at work these last two months with all of that stuff happening? And I simply told him, I said, because... I prayed, I gave it to God, and I left it in his hands. And some of them looked at me like I was crazy, but I said, hey, you asked, so I'm going to tell you, all right? Praising God brightens our countenance. Verse number six, this poor man cried out, and the Lord heard him and saved him out of all his troubles. Praising God provides deliverance from our issues. Praising God brings, brings deliverance from our issues. The devil cannot stand your praise. So when there's an issue going on in your life, the devil doesn't want to see you praising God. He wants to see you crying. He wants to see you moping around. He wants to see you with a, a sad countenance with your face long, looking like looking like you just got ran over by a truck. That's what the devil wants. He doesn't want you focusing on God. So when you start to praise him, all of those issues and those cares, they just go away. And I'm telling you from experience, Telling you from experience, when you've got all sorts of turmoil in your life, you set aside some time and you start praising God. Watch how quickly all that turmoil starts to disappear. Okay, watch how quickly it starts to disappear. Watch how quickly the peace of, that passes all understanding just comes over you. I'm, there have been times when I can literally feel a weight being lifted off my shoulders. And I stand up and I open my eyes and I feel like I've grown three inches, right? And I didn't grow (laughs) any three inches, but it just feels like that. I feel so much lighter. I feel so much relaxed, all because I went to God with thanksgiving, knowing who he is and knowing what he's going to do. And I just focused on praising him and making that connection with him that all my cares just totally disappeared totally disappeared. I'm telling you from experience, all right? The things that scripture talks about is real, all right? Verse 6 again, this poor man cried out and the Lord heard him and saved him out of of all his troubles. Verse number 7, the angel of the Lord encamps all around those who fear him and delivers them. Praising God provides protection. Praising God provides protection, right? We looked at scriptures earlier about How praising God can protect us from, 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 from the wicked and it can keep us safe from evil schemes and evil devices that are being plotted against us and and being plotted around us. Okay. So there's protection that takes place when you praise God. The devil cannot come around you when you are praising. And I know I said that, but, but you really, 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 I really want you to get that deep within your spirit that the devil cannot stand the sound of your praise. It's not about the music that you're listening to. It's about when you in your heart and and in your spirit start reaching out to God and start focusing on making that connection with him. That is what allows God's presence to descend on you and the devil cannot be around any of that. The devil cannot be around any of that. The same way if you walk into a dark room and you flip on the light switch, how that light immediately, immediately disperses the darkness. God's presence immediately disperses Satan and his minions when you start praising him. All right. So praising God provides protection. Jumping down to verse number 10. The young lions lack and suffer hunger, but those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. Those who seek the Lord shall not lack any good thing. So praising God also allows for the providing of your needs. Of your needs, not your wants, your needs. All right. You might be lacking something in your life, but if you are doing what God is telling you to do, you have what you need. You have what you need. Praising God will allow us to always get what we need. It might not be always be what we want, but it's what we need, and it's what God wants you to have, and that's more important. It's what God wants you to have. So again, benefits of praising God is the removal of fear. It creates a bright countenance with us, within us. It gives us deliverance from issues. It provides all sorts of protection and it allows God to provide for our needs. Physical needs, whether it's uh, um, going to the grocery store, praising God allows you to be able to go to the store and get what you need. It could be provide uh, uh, physical joy. Maybe you're, you're feeling some sadness. Praising God will get rid of that sadness and then it'll provide th- that kind of joy. Might be some pain that you have going on. OK, I praise God when I was in pain before. All right. Every now and then something on my body might flare up and start acting, acting up. And I'll just praise God. And next you know, bang, that 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 feeling is gone. That pain is gone. All right. So there's many benefits to praising God. In a closing here, praising God should not be tied to your current situation. It should not be tied to your current situation. It should not be dependent on what's happening around you. You should be able to praise God and we all of us, we should all be able to praise God in times of plenty and in times of lack. So it doesn't matter what our situation is. We should be able to praise God at any time, at any time, whether we have plenty or whether or whether we are are, are looking for more. We should be able to praise him because if we can't praise God or if we can only praise God when we're down in the valley, how can we praise him when we're standing on the mountaintop? If we can only praise God when we're feeling down, how are we going to be able to praise God when we're not feeling down? And if we only praise God when we're feeling not feeling down, how can we praise him when we are feeling down? OK, so praising God should not be tied to our current circumstances. We should be able to praise God anytime And we should be always, always longing and reaching out for him to have that deep one on one connection and allow his spirit to guide us. Well, praise God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. And as we close, let's close with a prayer. Dear Lord God, Jehovah, I thank you for these words that have come forth, Lord. And I just want to pray for everyone that has heard these words, Lord God, that you would ignite a fire within our spirits, Lord God, to not worry about praising you in front of others, Lord God, and that you would just strengthen us, Lord, to praise you no matter what situation we might be having, having going on in our lives, Lord God. I pray, Lord, that you would also guide us in being able to share this information that we heard today with others, Lord God, and that you would give us the words to say when it's time for us to minister to others. Thank you, Lord, for keeping us safe and for continuing to provide for us. And we thank you for all your wonderful blessings, both great and small, in the mighty name of Jesus. Amen. Oh, well, praise God. Once again, I hope this blessed, this message was a blessing to you. And if it was, think about sharing this with family, friends, or loved ones. Uh, you can find us on our website at Genesis one that's one word genesis onesermonnet And on there you'll find uh, links to all of our our podcasts, uh, all, and all of these messages that are on there and they're made free of charge. Uh, and if you click subscribe you'll be able to receive notifications every time new content is uh, every time new content is posted. We can also be found on YouTube. We have a YouTube channel. And if you go on uh, YouTube and just search for Genesis 1, that's two words, Genesis 1 Christian Ministries. Again, you'll see all of these messages posted on there. Once again, free of charge. And we're also in the Google Play and the Apple App Store as well. So you can download our apps. And again, all free for charge. And I've said that a few times. Uh, But we just want to make the Word of God available to everyone because... Uh, the the word says that it's not God's will for anyone to perish. So, praise God. I hope this message was a blessing to you. Go forth and 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 conquer. Go forth and do great things. In God, And remember that you can do all things through Christ Jesus, who who strengthens you. Praise God. And I sing praises to you.